everybody. Welcome back to the BB Breakdown, where we tackle anything and everything Big Brother related. My name is Abby Adams, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Scott Edwards. And this week, we have so much fun stuff on our plate, because on top of catching up with Scott about last week's episode that he was not here for, we are going to discuss the official premiere date of Big Brother 23. And <laughs> I mean, you can probably tell we're so excited about that oh oh we're more than just oh. excited <laughs> but yeah there yeah, are gonna I'm be e- some I'm takes excited. i am excited and uh, but before yeah before we get on to that i do want to give scott a quick chance to talk about what happened in week five uh just a quick for a, rem- a quick reminder for everybody uh in week five we had keisha's birthday uh or uh the Week four was Keisha's birthday, and the week after was the fallout where we had all of the big, the, we had the really big fight right after uh, Michelle won HOH. Um, pretty much all of the alliances that have been formed initially have broken up and splintered into totally different alliances. And we also see the formation of the Renegades, which is one of the most famous duos in Big Brother history, which features Dan Giesling and Memphis Garrett. So, Scott. Start anywhere. What What are your thoughts on the fallout from Jesse's eviction? Well, the most I have to say is that I really don't like April. <laughs> you have told um, me this multiple times this week, so it's very I okay. have. I have. And the Renegades is a one-person duo. <laughs> I almost choked. <laughs> <laughs> that is really all I have to say. Like, yeah, sure. The uh, like all of the stuff going down after Jesse. Yeah, that was fun and all. But like, I feel like we've gotten enough yelling that I don't need to go into depth about that. I think it's more to me. Well, and Jerry calling Dan uh, Judas that also oh my was wild. God. And then oh. Dan. And then Dan making the joke of, well, I'm a teacher, so he should call me Mr. Judas. That got me. I was like, nice. That was that was quality. Uh, but the biggest thing is definitely the Renegades. I mean, I understand one of the biggest duos ever. But I remember this past season where Memphis kept trying to tell us, like, the Renegades is the greatest duo ever. And I was like, buddy, buddy, you didn't do anything. You, First of all, you didn't do anything. can you spell Chilltown? Also true. <laughs> well, it's just like, <laughs> like there's like, I, I, and we could name better duos. It's just like, first of all, that's not even close to being true because Chilltown's that, and you aren't even close to Chilltown. Mine, like, go for it. Sorry, it is your here's, segment. Here is the <laughs> duo that you know this might get me yelled at, but when it comes to a duo working as a two-person team, like a two-person team. That is very one-sided. Like, that's a very exact duo type thing. I would take Derek and Cody over Dan and Memphis. In terms of Cody helping Derek I, more I than do Memphis agree. helped Dan. I, don't, I, I agree because I don't think either Cody or Derek match what Dan was able to do, like, at right. all. Um, right. But I agree with you because it's, like, here's the thing. What I did notice, and I really think Memphis does deserve credit for, is his social savvy. Because that is, I really think, what brought... It was really like 75% Dan and 25% Memphis. I'm sorry, Memphis, but it really was. But I'm going to give him even the credit of going up to 25% because he played a lot of the social stuff when it was pulling. Yeah, but he pulls it like it's not that like Keisha wasn't already kind of aligning with Dan, but like he really pulls it. He has those relationships with her. He managed to get Rennie um, to change Rennie's mind a couple times. Um, who did he, whose mind did he change last? Like he's changed, he's changed so many people's minds. He's been able to manipulate a lot of people just in a social sense, not in terms of, I need them to do this for a game, um, except for saving Dan, um, from going on the block after he had had that whole thing. Like he went up to, that was the incident I was trying to remember. He went right up to April and he was like, there is no need to put Dan up and I'm going to tell you why. And she didn't put Dan up and he, 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 he it's just one of those things where, but Dan really was the the core of the strategy. He certainly word. had the way of it, and here's how the here's why I brought the Cody Derek thing up. 
So Derek was so the mastermind by far. Like he okay. was the mastermind that first time they were in the house. I know Cody ended up just playing Derek's game plus winning in the second time around. But so play Derek's game. Yes. <laughs> well, Derek, Derek wasn't winning. Oh, oh, got you, got you. As much. Yep. Uh, but my main thing is Derek was the mastermind. Cody could win the competitions. There was no point in the Dan Memphis group where one of them was the mastermind and the other was winning comps. Memphis didn't win anything. Yep. And Dan was the mastermind. Yeah, it was just mastermind and but a I, tag along. <laughs> I will give you that Memphis Memphis's ways of speaking and his I think you should use the word savvy. Yep. You know, kind of like his um, social savvy. Kind of like uh Johnny Depp is Jack Sparrow. He says savvy. Like, <laughs> like, I, always, I never forget that that's so funny um, he does have a savvy like personality that does help dan i will say but hmm, the renegades is like not even a top five duo for me and i just think dan proves that he was more like he had the large part of the renegades like that he was the biggest part of it when he went and played as a coach <laughs> for like two weeks mm. um in big brother 14 they both have played twice um, and they've both made it pretty far I that's, guess that's the only thing though you definitely should give not you i think we both and i think we both have kind of discredited memphis in a lot of ways but he did get a decent well when you're a racist i try to you know lose much care <laughs> that's fair about you um so the only i had one more question about this and then we will move on to our big news of the day but i really want to know because this was a very big conversation that we just kind of touched upon a little bit and it is going to come up again um in the future a little bit in this season so jerry was very angry with dan um do you know dan was america's player so he actually didn't have control of his vote so when he had promised um jerry's side of the house that he was going to vote with them and he voted against them then jerry's side of the house won hoh under michelle um jerry was like screw you people like screw you hiding behind your cross and dan you can literally hear him word for word saying do you see me wearing my cross i'm not wearing my cross i'm not hiding behind my cross um as i mentioned in the last episode that was actually i believe the moment that the renegades began because memphis was so livid over that he immediately jumped to um dan's defense and it was just like an honest like quick friendship that i i was so surprised by after giving that preface what are your thoughts on that situation? Um, like thoughts on Dan, thoughts on Jerry, thoughts on Memphis, thoughts on anything. You know, as we learn in Dan's two seasons, he is very open about his faith, but he also admits that he is going to do things that he has to do to win this game. He admits that. So when it comes to like him hiding behind his cross, I don't think he does that. And the America pl America's player also comes into play big time for him making deals and whatnot. Jerry, I can see the anger. I can see the anger because he's also a religious guy, I think. Oh, very religious. Yeah. Yes, very religious. Um, and, you know, that can anger you, you know, because he's oh, supposed yeah. to be so serious about his faith. And he was willing to lie like that. Does that mean he should be calling him Judas? No. No, that does not. No, I think. Considering things Jerry has said in the house before this. To some people. I mean, Jerry, we got to we got to chill. We got to chill, my friend. That being said, I, the fact that he's essentially the reason the renegades came together. Not talked about ah. much. Not talked about much. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it crazy? Like, I think it's something I even didn't really pick up on when I was watching as a younger person. I just, I was so absorbed because, you know, Jerry's, I'm a big Jerry fangirl. So I was all wrapped up in Jerry being like, <laughs> screw you people. And like, like, it's not that I disliked Dan, but I was just loving Jerry being all angry and like, um. I very much overlooked that. You know what I mean? It's, it, I think it was because I remember coming back into the season and being like, huh, I actually don't 
like remember the moment because with all the other duos i like remember the moments where they were like yep time to do it like um we're we're, we're hooking up even if it takes a little time with this one i was like yeah, i really can't like put my finger on when it was and then i remember that the second i watched that episode that was what it was for me and it's definitely i, I uh, religion takes such an intriguing dynamic in this season like really like it's not just like i'm an atheist and you're religious we don't like each other it's like hey we're all we have we all like there's tons of religious people in this house like ollie's also like the son of a pastor so it's just like there's tons of it and it just and clearly memphis is very passionate about his too so it just brought i thought an incredibly interesting dynamic because it's such a real world dynamic that you don't always get in the big brother house um so without further ado we're going to move on um and we're going to talk about our one i know i'm so excited we're going to talk about the big news of the day we do finally have an official start date for big brother 23 not to toot my own horn but i did get it correct <laughs> um i had granted i did put out three different dates so i it's not like i picked one um but it, it uh, big brother 23 is going to premiere wednesday july 7th at 8 p.m eastern time Ooh. and it's going to be a live move-in live and you move -in. were and you were on the clubhouse for that whoop, whoop. that was awesome it was such a didn't great end up saying but so you were fun. on that oh well, yes thank you i totally forgot to mention that so yes uh julie chen made that announcement thursday night on the let's talk big brother and love island clubhouse uh, love island's also going to be premiering the same exact night it's going to be premiering after big brother so it's going to be in action-packed night to say the least um for all of us reality television fans out there um the theme of the season is going to be the bb beach house and it's not going to just be a small thing they are moving into the bb beach house which i think is an incredible yeah that's their move the, that's the theme is they're in the bb beach house is it a different house completely i don't believe so now okay 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 because that's where i was starting to like lose get a little disconnect there i was like I are wish. they moving oh, into a I wish. brand no, I new think, house well wouldn't that be well actually i saw well somebody, they changed the house so much they i saw somebody it. write a very interesting article on screen ran about that um where they were like it's time to Sick like shake plug. it up i guess i should plug it there um i just ex i just accepted a position with screen rant and now i will be um excited to give you guys more big brother content both written and uh audio verbal whatever but yes so i'm very excited for that that's thank you for the little plug kind of wasn't really thinking about it <laughs> but it is yeah. but i did actually like a, a couple hours ago come across an article of somebody really making up a good point the last time that the big brother house had a major remodel was season six six yeah and i mean they did a little bit of a remodel for seven but really not much um I, mean, I just is it the, time for a new big brother house the second we, the floor, rooms aren't helpful i don't think like so when they're the like, second oh. floor has had massive read like that is where all the changes of like the past decade have come is the second floor which isn't even a full like floor no i wonder how they could change the beach house because you know like what does what does the beach house entail it's always going to be inside of that one thing. It's always going to be in that building, which I've been by, by the way, just saying. Not <laughs> not, not the looker on the outside. Um, I just wonder, you know, maybe you make the backyard bigger. You add some sand. You, oh, yeah. you know, you're what making a beach do? feel. There's I think be that's something. how you got to do it. If they don't yeah. do something special, like, I don't know how you can just call it BB Beach House without having something. And it can't just be like the have not room is a bunch of rocks that you sleep on. It's like, wait, I mean, I do hope like that, that they have to sleep on like sand. Oh, I absolutely hope there's a really cool have not room where it's like totally beach. But if, I don't want that to be I like, just need that's sand. the twist. <laughs> like, Well, the twist there, there has to be a big twist this year. Oh, however, God. this is not. I need I need to get something off my chest. Oh, do it. Here. Tell me now. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. You know exactly where I'm about to I go. I do, but this. I still want to hear it. Tell me now. The marketing for this new season. <laughs> it's literally been like 2 days. <laughs> and it's already off the deep end. It is gone. 
So let's start with the new Big Brother logo, shall we? For a long time, if you've seen the BB Breakdown logo, it was pretty much like that design. Like the water water looking background and the house looking writing. Like it looked cool. I always thought it looked cool. I always thought it was very dynamic. Always was a big fan of the old writing as well. The original Big Brother logo was a big fan of that. And a couple times, I think they did even neon writing, and I liked the neon where they were like, ooh, yeah, they it's changed summer, the color. Blah, blah, blah. You they know what I mean? They changed the color. But this year, this year, they decided to go into Microsoft Word <laughs> and just type Big Brother in all caps. <laughs> and they turned the letter B- Navy and bolded it. That's, that is what the new Big Brother logo is. It says Big Brother... Which is, you know, that's the goal here. I understand that. But it's just two words in a gray background. I I just hope no maybe design. it's like a, maybe, like, I'm just trying to play, like, maybe that's just their No, there's no devil. I know there's no devil's advocate. I just want it to be like, I just want to be like, maybe they're going to reveal a cool, fun one when they, oh, maybe they like, do. If start they, the season because they, they're like trying to sneak around so they don't tell us. If they bounce back with a beach looking one, even though they already announced the beach house idea, that's fine, I guess. But like, I don't think that's where we're going. I know. I don't think so. Because you would have just left the old logo there. Yeah, I just. I, I guess I just, I know that there's need for change every season because they do change the logo up to a degree every season. Yeah. I get it, to, but it's like, but, but it, it, this is literally vanilla. I just, and I really don't want to come off mean because, you know, I'm trying to like sweeten my way on a big brother a little bit. So I don't know. Oh, I be do, mean, but, but I'm not. So <laughs> I'll be mean. No, um, but I also have to be honest. <laughs> like, no, but like, so that, that was, I was saying like, as much as I don't like, as much as I want to be like, hey, hey guys, because. I don't want to piss him off. But um, no, like we have to really be honest. Like that was probably one of their worst marketing campaigns in terms of like just their new logo because nothing jumped out. And this is like there's a lot of people who are very excited about it coming back on time this year. Um, I think the beach house theme is great. It's an awesome theme. I don't know why they didn't play it more in their in their logo. And that's really like I don't think you like there's no being nice about that. It's just like, hey, like oh, who's his bright idea? Aspect. Who's the who, cuz also you and I are in media and we're not like the most skilled people in graphic design and I think you and I probably both could have put together something I better. I could have I yeah, I could have done better than the uh, word art that you used to be able to do on <laughs> the word art. Word. You're killing um, it right now. I love it. But it gets worse, ladies and gentlemen. It gets worse. So I texted you, you know, eh, about this time last night. Yep. And I'm scrolling through because you told me, oh, Big Brother's going to be on July 7th. I'm like, oh, that's great. So I'm on Facebook. Facebook's a good place to find Big Brother content, believe it or not. And I see this marketing campaign. It's a woman in... Short shorts, tank top, and whatever those white tennis sneakers. Oh yeah, I don't know what they're are. called, but I. Well, I don't know. Vans, maybe Vans. They might have been Vans, right? And I was like, "Oh, is there someone coming back?" Because I was like, "Okay, I'm going to be honest here." Relatively attractive, and it said Big Brother's coming back <gasps> July 7th. I was like, "Cool," and then I look a little bit closer, and this woman. <laughs> That is dressed like a 24-year-old, or as you said, a 12-year-old, was Julie Chen. And my mind just... I Okay, they and I, I to their defense, they were totally definitely trying to go for the beach summary. We're, we're feeling hot as hot can be. I just... I oh. should be fair here. I like Julie Chen. I, I have love nothing Julie. against Julie Chen. Oh my god, my Julie, fav- I love you. Um, this is no yeah, dig at you. This is not a dig at you at all. It's almost like, what did they do to you? Julie <laughs> I'm Chen. I'm so sorry. I just feel like you, you know, you are a prominent person in, especially on CBS. Like, CBS yeah. was your shit for years. Oh yeah. What are they doing to you? 
it's just that was I was a little like when you brought that to me because so I had done the clubhouse and then I went out to grab a drink um, after and you were the one at when I was out grabbing a drink who was then catching up on all of the promos that were coming out over the next couple hours. And as you're sending them to me, I'm like, I think I need another glass of wine. I literally text you. I don't know if I can handle it. I was like, is Julie Chen hot? She like, is. I no, was, she's wicked attractive. I she always is, found don't her get me wrong. Flirt. I know she's attractive. I know, I Come know. on, I'm not. I'm not I saying know, Julie Chen's I know. person. <laughs> you sure? But I'm just there was this weird thing going on here where, like, she was supposed to look a lot younger than she is, and like, it was just weird. Like, it was just a really weird decision, marketing wise, because. You know, when it comes to marketing for television shows, there is a certain thing called sex appeal. Huh, you don't say. <laughs> is utilized for marketing. We literally what? just talked about Love Island. That entire show, I'm pretty sure, is that. I don't even know what that show is, but it it's is pretty much the that. The highlight of that show is sex. Oh. Who's going to who's going to cheat on someone? Who's going to Yeah, oh yeah, they all go in there single and they're all going in there looking for Yeah, that um, makes me a bring up a That makes me go, bring up a good point. Did you watch A Love is Blind? Okay, I haven't but I need to and and I'm, I'm so sorry okay, to my fellow all, reality fans. I have to watch it. Stunned you haven't watched that cuz I watched that. I need to watch it. I just haven't and had it any time. Is a wild show. Anyways, going back to Julie Chen. <laughs> I am not Shitting on Julie Chen. I love Julie. I know you're not. I love Julie Chen. We love the Chen boss. Yes. This is a pro-Julie Chen podcast. A pro-Julie Chen show. 100%. This is a pro-Big Brother show. We're just trying to be fair in our criticisms. That being said, what are we doing? I just, I just, I need to understand. Like, to me, that's not what sells the Big Brother show. Like. I agree. It was just confusing. Because when I looked at it, I didn't think Beach House. There was not a single second I thought beach house. Yeah, there was nothing about that promo that made me go, <laughs> oh, my God, the BB beach house. Like, even if she was leaning in the picture and going like this, where I was like, oh, what? Or if what, they what just put her doing? on the beach. Yep. Or like it would have made so much more sense. At they didn't even need to. And here's the thing I love. I love. And I know they want to use Julie because Julie's the big figure, but they really didn't even need to use anybody. All they had to do is put. A real big some 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 variation of one of the last three Big Brother logos on a beach setting. It's really not. I I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I just I feel like they overthought this, and it's like I think like simplicity would have gone so much farther in this situation. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) like it's not it's not acceptable, um, in my opinion. It's just This is it. Does anything? Does anything about flamingos? Julie, and you look grass. gorgeous by the way in that, but no, I agree. Yes, Julie, you look gorgeous. Don't get me wrong, you look gorgeous. Flamingos Great. and grass That's... just make me think of like a tiki party which I I, I thought we were playing summer, miniature golf. Just... Yeah, I was going to say mini golf is literally the second thing that comes in my brain after that. That was exactly party. mini golf with the big with the big bushes Hedge, behind yep. it. Absolutely. I just don't get it. I don't so, I don't know. So here's the thing. So if well, so I wasn't planning on doing this, but this just came to my head, so I'm gonna ask it now. If you could give Big Brother a grade, no plus, no minus, just a letter grade, what would you grade their um T's, their current marketing, not just like the what they just put out on social media, but how they announced it, the new theme, how they've teased it, stuff like that. Take all of what we have just taken in the last 24 hours into perspective, and what would you grade them for their announcement for this upcoming season? So I got to take into account the clubhouse idea. I thought that was brilliant. You use I really did, social media that's pretty popular. I didn't to... realize they were going to do it on there, so I was like, when they said it, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, I thought that was pretty cool. You got to jump it. into a thing where, you know, Julie Chen's talking. I thought that was pretty cool. It was And so I think awesome. there was other big brother. Was there another big brother? There guest? wasn't, but I do. Uh, but they had, oh. um, but okay. they did have the host from Love Island and she was amazing too. Um, oh, and they also way. had the okay, narrator so, from Live Love Island so who was hosting I'll it. So it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I'll take that into account. Thought that was a brilliant idea. Thought that was Absolutely. really good. Absolutely. And then, you know, you now you use that platform to announce the date. 
Very smart. July 7th. Very exciting. Lots of people excited. Big stuff. And then you debuted that logo. And I'm like, hmm, I could have made that. And I don't know how to do much graphic design. Now, you made a good point. Maybe they're waiting to reveal a big, new, shiny, beach-style logo. That's that's a possibility. Very much could be. I'm not even sold on it myself. I feel like that would have been the time to do that. I very much feel that. And then you do the promo with Julie Chen, dressed like she's very young, in front of flamingos in a hedge. Like, I'm going to give them a C. And that's probably way nicer than you expected. I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that. I'm going to totally jump on him. The clubhouse thing was great. Brilliant. Such a good idea. Really such the a good idea. The new logo thing, not great. Not great. Not a good Not a good logo so far. I mean, I probably shouldn't be caring about the logo. In ret- like Thinking about it, I shouldn't be caring about either of these things. But you want to present your show to younger, newer viewers. Yeah, and I almost... To that point, I think that's what they wanted to do, and they missed the mark entirely on it. I think that's what they tried to do by being like, look at cute young Julie Chen, and it's like, but I want mama Julie Chen. Like, and that's maybe that's just me, but Julie Chen is 51 years old. 51 years old. Looks amazing for 51. She does look amazing for 51 years old. Like, the. Again, beyond the point. This is becoming (laughs) a very weird show. No! This is a Julie Chen stand show. No, I'm kidding. This is true. We do love Julie Chen. But it was just, I don't know. You're trying to bring in younger viewers, and your theme is beach. I didn't get that theme. That's that's know. my biggest thing now. Like Or a beach house at all. Beach like, house. Well, beach house to well, me involves or. beaches, not flamingos and over the hedge. Do you remember the movie Over the Hedge? Yep. Probably not. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, I do. That was at the I very, didn't... like, like right end of my dream work. I was going to say, you childhood. were probably, like, right out. I <laughs> didn't know if you were right. cut off. <laughs> yeah, so over the hedge. That's all I'm going to think about for this Big Brother season. Over oh, the hedge, God flamingos. And now you've got that in young, my head. And young-looking Julie Chet. That's that's Big Brother Beach House Edition, baby. But C. C, by the way. So, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. And the reason... So I agree with both of your points. The reason that I give it a C more than like a more negative grade is I think that the theme has potential. The only concern is there doesn't really seem to be any way to confirm that this is going to be a good theme because like, obviously they don't want to give away any real twists, especially because they haven't cast anybody. So they don't like, like when's the last time they had a good twist. America's player. Jesus. <laughs> Pandora's box. There's gonna be a more reason. Pandora's than box. But I'm sorry, I don't know if Pandora's like Pandora's box is the last one I'm thinking of. And I know there are some people. I understand some people are going to disagree with that because some people will claim that Pandora's box was rigged. I don't That's know. Possible. I'm just the... gonna say America's Player was what I think was really the what best was one. But the... I love Pandora's box. I'd say best twist oh, i just said fair. the last good twist last good twist yeah no I'm what was thinking. the one that let Haley put tyler up oh damn that i can't remember what it was but it was something where they had to go into that room and they all had to compete in that comp like the same competition oh, okay. and they've like, done a variation has, of that that type of like twist has so much potential and they've ruined it just, so many times it's missing something they it's have... always been missing something. Like, yeah, yes, Haley won that, got them up, but it really didn't change the game. Had it been after the veto, or she would have more control than just that, or you could pick both house guests. Like, there are things to add on here. This is not the point. You can finish this. Um, <laughs> and I think my only other point is just that. Really, it's just it. it it's the the big capital word that I wanted to put on it is potential because I, we've been so, I, I know about, we've only been doing this podcast for a year, but I know that we've agreed that we've been excited so many times over the last several years being, Oh my God, what are we getting? Great ideas. And then every time we get there and it's just because somebody screwed up the cast and it's not like, not like sometimes I think some of the things is just like these people really schmoozed, casting well i like i think like jack and jackson and nick 
in 21 schmooze casting so freaking well and then they got into the house and they were total jackasses and casting i'm very much hoping didn't <laughs> nice. realize that that's a good them. pun because they're both named jackson Duh. And you <laughs> but um but that's just really where i think um a lot of these seasons really have fallen lately and I, we've talked about it is the casting sometimes the twists haven't even been horrible they just haven't they've lacked some luster with some people who don't really know how to play the game so yeah um so yes so we are going to um finish up big brother 10 in a couple of weeks not a couple in a few weeks um and after that we are going to start a multi-week preview for big brother 10 oh my god i just said big brother 10 nope it's big brother 23 23 michael jordan um reminder that this is going to be the 20 year anniversary of dr will's first win only win and it's going to be the 10 year anniversary of rachel's win Big brother jump man. Sorry, I'm just gonna try. I'm gonna try to think of as many nicknames as possible. By the, the time big we brother get there. jump man, I think might be my favorite. Jump <laughs> man, saying. jump man, jump man. Then boys up, boys up. Anyways, so now we are I didn't going to know that much of the song. I just knew the jump man part. <laughs> um, All right, we got to talk about the rest of this. So this is gonna we are going like to go into five minutes. Yeah, this one's really not going to take long. If you are watching along with us, we are hitting week six. Can you can you believe we're going through this? That I know we say it every week. Could you believe it? I really can't believe it though. Every week, how fast we go through these because it's just like the weeks. I don't know about you. The weeks feel like they drag, and then we get here and it's like, oh, oh, well, oh, oh, wow. We've we've gotten this far. <laughs> there's this problem that I forget to watch it until the last day, and I have a problem where I watch it, it the first day, and then I don't take notes, and then I have to go back and completely rewatch it, so I can't. If you took notes that first day, you'd be I all set. I don't want to. I don't want to. That's well, not that's the goal. That's not my problem. That's mm. not my problem. I oh, applaud man. you for watching it twice because some of these weeks, this week, and well, this week I was. Boring. This was not one. When we had Keisha's birthday, do you think I watched that four times? Because I was just like. Not not really, but I'm just saying I could have. No, I only watched. I watched it. Well, I might have watched it three times, but anyways. So where we left off last week, Rennie had just taken over Hoh, which was a big bombshell. Um, and surprisingly enough, there's a decent amount of people who feel comfortable in this house with Rennie becoming Hoh. Um, the only thing is, somebody has to go up, and so she's gonna have to piss some people off. Surprisingly, unsurprisingly enough, April is her main target. I know you were probably thrilled about that. <laughs> really, um, it, it all, especially in this first, that first episode of this week, was dull as dull can be for this season. Not even, I mean, compared to other seasons, I think other season it still would have been a good episode, and this one was possibly one of the dullest that we'd had all season. Um, one of the most shocking moments, though, was when Rennie starts asking her allies be pawns like she asked keisha she asked um michelle she asked memphis she asked dan they were all like no um very much no 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 i'm not doing that she was like oh come on i need someone to go up and she didn't want to put jerry up because she didn't want to initially um it, he just wasn't somebody that she wanted to have be on the block she wanted to really put up a pawn but they really got to her and talk about whether this was really the big question do you put up Jerry, who has been a real jerk to her multiple times throughout this Big Brother house, and he's really, really ticked a lot of people off? Or do they go for April's showman's other half of the showman's Ollie um, and try and split up that couple immediately? Um, Rennie was initially leaning toward going for the April Ollie option, but Ollie snuck in there real fast in the end and really kind of um, made a decent pitch about how Jerry had kind of wronged her multiple times in the past. He'd not only done that, he'd wronged multiple people and that he'd really gotten under people's skin. So nominations for this week ended up being April and Jerry. They sure did. I I don't really. He's like, like I don't have anything. I don't. They didn't. <laughs> that first give episode me really anything. was boring. Like, it really was. Like about all I have to say is like, like running jumping anytime, being <laughs> weird, and um, I was happy April went up. That's 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 about it. Maybe the only thing I'll say so it's not even game. 
it's just you want to know what I thought was really adorable was Rennie going into her HOH room. Um, I got I got a little choked up watching that. Every time I rewatch this season and I watch that scene where she goes in and sees the pictures of her parents, I'm always like, oh no, it's just Dusty. I'm okay. Oh, it's so it's so emotional. But it had to be so awkward for all of them. Oh, I could, like, you could, I could feel the awkwardness, but it was just like... Because, like, yeah. you didn't know what to do in that situation. Like, I... Well, she was sobbing uncontrollably. Oh, it, it was... It, yeah, it was, like, pure crying. Like, there was no, like... The second dusty, she opened the door, too. Yeah, it was, just, it was like, it was crazy. I was very away. happy for her. It was a very nice moment. I'm but, even getting goosebumps talking oh about it, because I love it. Oh, she... She's definitely like a, like I love her. She's a loose cannon though, right? She's definitely a loose cannon on this show when it comes to like you can't know exactly where she's going to go, but god this Jerry made a good point. I thought where he was like this is where we really I got to really see like a more human side and a more like mature side of Rennie because she's always kind of been that class clown like kind of kooky like always trying to be like the, the the funny person in the room and then like you see her have this very emotional raw moment and then when people started asking oh we can give you some time she goes no i want to share it with you and i think that was the moment where i got a little even more like stop it because it wasn't like she was trying to be like no it's my moment she's like i want to share this with my new friends and i was like uh like i don't know i think that's where i've i must have held on to my love for rennie because i just feel like there really is like a i love the class clown side of her because she's just kooky as an old person but that 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 moment was I love that moment. I could rant about that because I'm just I'm happy I let you talk because again I didn't have <laughs> much for this first episode. Well, no worries. I didn't have um, much for any of the episodes except for talking about Dan. Well, we're definitely coming up on that because the Renegades, um, by the way, which are Dan and Memphis, they are not happy with these nominations because, like most of the people in the house, we're expecting to see Jerry. Uh, we're expecting to see Ollie up there instead of Jerry, and they're pretty pissed off because they don't understand the strategy behind it when they could be splitting up um a much bigger target right off the bat because two votes are bigger than one um and so they start getting a little suspicious um and it's a lot it's not just the renegades though like a lot of people in the house are starting to get suspicious and not trust rennie um but that's largely like memphis memphis is the one with the big red flags here um and so it's really it it it, it plays into a really interesting power of veto. Um, the players this week were Renny, Dan, Keisha, April, Jerry, and Ollie. Um, and this is one that we've seen multiple times um, in different variations where you go outside, you have five minutes to look at all these items laid out um, and basically count them and, and study them. Then you're going to stand at a podium and you're going to be given a blackboard and you're going to be asked, asked, <laughs> you're going to be asked a question um where there will be a number answer you have to write down your number answer and you have to be the closest the closest to the actual number will earn the point before they um, uh, announce what the official number is everybody reads out their numbers then they have a chance to stay or fold so they can either naturally stay with the number that they had and risk being eliminated or fold and choose to not get a point the first person to three points wins um these ones always seem like they're going to be real cut and dry and this one this one definitely started like we thought that this was going to go one direction real fast and it flipped real fast so um the this uh the items that they were getting to look at they were all horror themed so we had like a python voodoo dolls blood on the table I'm um, trying to think of some of the other things. Oh, the cockroaches. The cockroaches were, oh, that was gross. Um, and the worst part of the cockroaches was you got to see what five cockroaches looked like, but you couldn't see inside the box of the actual cockroaches you were supposed to count. You had to put your hand in there. Keisha did what I would have done, and she was like, nah, nah I'm just going to guess because I'm not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> I'm putting my hand in. And... um eventually went out on that but i will go through the order of elimination so rennie was first um and uh jerry got the first point jerry got the second point after eliminating april on the second question and then he while in the dr decided to reveal not decided to reveal but he revealed that he decided to take a much more conservative approach 
with um, this uh, second half of the competition because he didn't want to risk going out on something he wasn't comfortable on. And unfortunately for him, the next two or three questions, they weren't items that he was largely comfortable with. Allowing Dan to not just change the game, but change his strategy. And I think this is a really important thing to note. So um, round three, Keisha gets knocked out and Dan earns his first point. Dan, uh, nobody gets knocked out in the next two rounds, but Dan um, is very much the clear-cut winner in each of the next three and just sweeps the final three uh, final three rounds. Excuse me, I can't talk tonight. Um, and this is his first competition win. And it's a very important part that he brings up in the diary room where he's noting that this is the first time he has tried to win a competition. Um, for a long time, he had been employing that Dr. Will make myself look weak, I'm not a threat kind of competition strategy. And when he realized that if he didn't win, there was a damn good chance that either him or Memphis were going on the block, that strategy changed. And this is the beginning of, I mean, I think we've really already, I guess, let me, let me rephrase that. Cause I think we've already seen the beginnings of Dan's um, brilliant gameplay, but I think this is really when we see the turning point. Like this is like the big, the big turning point that we get to see where he's 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 willing to not just be like, oh, well, I'm not playing this game that Dr. Will did. This is my game and this is my strategy. Yeah, I think this is, you know, hello, everyone. I am still here. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> I just talked for the last time. <laughs> I think this is where, like you said, Dan makes it his game. He makes it his style. And I think that's really something that, you know, we've talked about earlier Big Brother seasons. Like, Will had a strategy. Derek had a very different strategy. And those two, really, are two players that people have tried to mirror from. And then there's, you know, Evil Dick. That doesn't count. That's just... that's He's just, just, he's <laughs> just different. Yeah. Yeah. But... Dan has his own strategy, I think. I don't think it's I think it's unfair to say it's the Dr. Will strategy. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I also think you have to say that there are signs of it as well. Like Right. His goal at the beginning was to make himself look weak. And then he tried here and he won. So he's showing that he is very smart, very capable of winning these games. Yep. I never got the feeling that Will could just win when he wanted to. Never, ever for a second got that. So I think that's where their games are really different. And the way he, well, you know, gave his thought process during the veto game, uh, veto was fantastic because he'd look around, he'd be like, oh, so the purpose of the game is like, you make the guesses, but you can fold and like stay in the game and your answer doesn't count. He could tell Jerry was going to fold because oh, he was yeah. like, yeah, he was like, Oh, I saw their around. faces, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. That's and a then good point. Ollie was, you know, worried cause he's trying to save April and he was just trying to stay in the game. So Dan was like, okay, well I'm just going to take this then. And that's how he got there so quickly. So I thought that was a masterful look at who Dan is as the player. And mm-hmm. I think this is the, best version of that player i think that is far and away um i you know after this veto this is literally all i want to talk about this week so i'm gonna just let you take it away oh my god well yes so um so dan to recap wins the veto so now he's in this position of he can control obviously here's the problem he cannot control who goes up for a renomination but he has all the power in the world to change the nomination if he so much chooses. So April's very aware of this. I just thought of a great swerve uh, twist for this year. Swerve? <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of it. Uh, it is late. It is late. We, it. It's okay. I'm out of it. Um, for like the first four weeks, the veto winner picks the renom. That's oh, the twist. I would love that because that that's a really good that's a wild. really good twist because like that really played into 
why Dan, spoiler alert, eventually never used the veto this week. Um, it's it, it's it's such a it's such a that's such a good point because we've kind of talked about like what ways can we could they potentially make a small change because what they've done in the past is like done a giant change where they're like and they think it's a small one where they're like two hohs it's like that's that's a bigger twist than I think you realize like obviously this veto twist is huge too but I think it's more it's like it has it's like an easier impact because like when they had the two hohs then they had to do the battle of the blocks or they had to have all these weird competitions to like determine who could do and I'm sorry that was those were by uh, by far some of what I think are the worst the battle of the blocks (sighs) (laughs) I I mean it was fun that they gave you a new another competition but like no 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 it wasted time you know, since we've started watching them back, I think the beauty of Big Brother, while the competitions are fun, it is the gameplay that goes on outside of the comps. Mm-hmm. And the sw- the twists. I almost said swerves again. What is wrong with me? I don't know. That's I've, so I've never said that before. The swerves. <laughs> like, that, to me, is how you make a per- a more enjoyable game. Absolutely. And I think the veto being controlled purely by the person that wins it and the renom would be a fantastic twist. Big Brother, hire me right now. Big Brother, pay attention. We are trying to tell you something very important. <laughs> um, this is yes. brought to you by the breakdown. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. And I, 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 one of the twists I liked about this season that I want to bring up, and it's actually, I wasn't planning on bringing it as a segue, but it's a brilliant segue anyways, was the gold bars. The gold bars that were made available at that veto competition need to be made available at that, because we see that same veto competition. I will remind you, a couple weeks ago, we had that hockey style veto competition where you pull the stuff out and you're, you're basically exchanging the veto down the line for prizes. Um, in that competition, Yearly Jerry, comp, one of my favorites, love it. During that competition, Jerry took the did what was I'm trying to remember the exact circumstances just because my brain is horrible. But in the end, no matter the circumstances, April ended up with ten thousand dollars worth of gold bars. I believe she gave some of them away to Jerry in exchange for veto and stuff like that. Um, it got a little complicated for her and this threw like the last episode of the of the week ended up being the most feisty because what happens is april offers to dan to basically buy his veto where she's like please use the veto on me if you use the veto on me maybe there's a little monetary prize in there for you somewhere and she's like please think about that and he's like yeah absolutely i'll totally think about that and thought about it Thought about it some more. Um, and he talked to Jerry. He actually considered taking Jerry off the block too because Je- he was like, I mean, taking Jerry off the block is a potential way for me to get an ally in here. Um, and so that's where this really became a big decision. But um, this backfired on April big time because at the power of veto ceremony when he is making his whole speech about why he does or doesn't want to use the veto he brings up in a very intelligent way that he says someone offered to pay him for the veto this and the is- big note is that jerry had taken gold bars from april during that veto competition throwing in all of this suspense Beautiful Dan. Beautiful Dan. This is Didn't the, use the veto. beauty Didn't use it. of Dan's game. Love it. Love it. Love it. His love whole it, it. idea was to take attention away from him, push <sighs> so it off, and put it on them. Now, he ended up having to be the tie-breaking vote again, so that was tough. But that was huge. It was absolutely masterful. Like, the rest of this week, like... Like you said, like we get last ditch efforts and whatnot with the buy the vote. Yep. That was but, hilarious to me, by the way. Couldn't believe that she literally tried to buy Dan's vote. Like I'm I mean, like, I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, it, but I was just it's like, exactly what a, someone like April would do because I can't stand her. But hey, whatever. She's gone now. There's your spoiler alert. She got evicted. Let's yep. go. That and thank God. I mean, you and I have been like 
bitching about her for a long time. Like, she's just been... She just has very few redeemable qualities. And she hates Keisha so much, and I don't know, like, it's just, if you're gonna pick one blonde over the other blonde, like, I'm so team Keisha over team April, it's not even funny. Oh, like, yeah, oh, Lord, like, oh, it's not even she's a question. She's more fun to watch anyways. And she, I think she's more intelligent, and I think she's a better person. One of my biggest oh, pet it's... peeves. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm actually glad that we brought this up. I almost skipped over this. Oh, um, oh. So right before we got to the vote, they did this little segment about like April talking to Ollie and like she's upset that she's on the block. And she literally asks him, she's like, I don't understand why I'm even on the block. She doesn't think she ever hurt anyone. She doesn't think she betrayed anyone. She doesn't think she lied to anyone since she entered the house. And then she says, literally, quote unquote, all I do is do dishes, bake cakes and give people stuff. like first of all like when i want to it's like i got the do dishes part because in my head like there are some people who are like they're gonna miss me when i'm not cleaning and it's like uh, sometimes that actually does happen in the big brother house but then when she goes and bake cakes i was like (laughs) ah you lost me girl you lost me and then the give people stuff i'm like bob you mean bribe with money that's not giving people stuff. That's being, hey, I want to stay in the game. That's a bra. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> There's so much about sucks. that. And Ollie's sitting there going, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just amazing. Oh, Ollie was whipped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ollie was whipped. Oh. She was, I'm not going to lie. She was an attractive woman. And it was his first girlfriend. I don't think she was a horrible human being. I just think that she was not nearly as redeemable as she no, thought she was. No, she's not a horrible human being. She no. was just, you know, the worst. like i don't know she's like well you made a good point like so funny if you had to decide between her and keisha like who are you gonna cheer for because they were always at each other's heads like they very much made it they made it very much keisha versus april especially after libra's eviction too they were just like like, oh she was so much more likable she wasn't she wasn't selfish that's what april was she was selfish and i i think I don't know if this was like planned or not, but I don't think they anticipated it being like that because the way I think they were attempting to play Keisha off in the beginning was this selfish self, like this self-centered blonde Hooters girl that only cares about herself. And then she comes in and she is talking Steven through his conversation with Dan about how, like what gay is being like. And she is always standing up for Libra who was very much being wrongfully like singled out. Like if like, I'm not saying that Libra didn't, deserve to have some shit talk because she of course she shit talked about some people and she tried to put people on the block but other people did too and to have all of the blame go put get put on her i i am with keisha where i think that that wasn't entirely rightfully so you can totally disagree um but i just think that keisha really what her true colors were were genuine kindness and she was just a really good human being. And I think this is, it happens for me when I'm watching sports too, where it's like, sometimes they don't have to be the best player, but if they're a damn good person, like they're my favorite and it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, sorry, don't care. <laughs> Go for it. I wasn't am saying I, sorry, don't care to you. <laughs> am I wrong? I, no, tell me if I'm wrong here, but did April one time say that, Keisha doesn't like her because she's better looking than her. Yes, yes. No, she right, one hundred. Cool. No, she absolutely one hundred percent said that. No, she absolutely. I said thought that. so no, because yep, last week. I I just feel I just feel the need to say this. She's not. <laughs> no. Like Keisha is not even close. Better she's looking oh than God. April. I don't even know what April looks like anymore, but I really don't care. Back then, didn't think it was a contest. I I just remember, like, April saying that out loud. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? You just felt the ugliness come out of, like, I just felt, like, the the ugly, like, I don't think she was unattractive. It's just, like, it was hard. How self-centered can you be? Like, how? That really bugged me. It was just, I just laugh at that because I'm like, she's she's the typical blonde that they wanted to put on the show where they're like, la, la, la. I'm so perfect. And then I think think was what they wanted out of that. And she was like, no, I'm a genuine person. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Like April ended up being that for them instead. I think they wanted it to go. I I mean, I could be wrong. It it definitely was because like she showed up in like business attire the first night and all fancy. And literally within seconds, she was talking about her boobs. 
which having you know, people touch her that, boobs. Hey, not judging not, either, but it's because it's not really... a judgmental thing. No. But like it was a precursor to like the way she just thought about herself. Yeah, it's it's not about what other people think about. It's it's it was the way she and approached think you her. You look own... good. That's that's fine. You can think you look yep. good, but don't go saying that someone doesn't like you because you think you're hotter than them. Like that's, that's just that's just. It gets to the level of when Michelle was like, "Oh, Libra deserves to have her children taken away from her because she took my Hawaiian vacation." It's like, okay, oh, yeah, that was stop absurd. talking. Like Michelle just went on an absolute rant and a half for no reason. Do these do these morons? realize that everything they say is taped like i i, I just think about it because i've like um, i've told i've mentioned like i i've would applied you like for to big ask brother season 15 well like ask them would you ask well here's like the thing aaron aaron is now a youtube influencer so she seems to be oh doing... she fits right in just <laughs> even though this great. is gonna be on youtube which makes us look hello sad. we don't care but like we we're not oh, we're not them the She's a YouTube influencer. Is she like? Yeah, the, the, her... the face you are making. Does trying she have to like process her head on right still? Well, still, she didn't have it on that. Here's the thing: I think she does now? a good. I think she does a very good job acting, and I don't know what she stands politically, or not even politically, mm. but just like like in terms of like what she. What is she? If she still uses mommy stuff. She's a she's a big mommy influencer. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, she's a big mommy influencer. No, I think Tara, she does like yoga and stuff too, like like the the mindfulness and whatever. But I think that's also hilarious considering like how. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I know this is a little off topic, but um, like she very much reminds me of the girls who are big into the MLM on Facebook, who it's just kind of like they just are so fake and they try to come off so nice, like oh my god, I just want to help, and it's like no. I, I don't think you do. I think you're doing this all for money. I don't think you give a flying She F. has children? Yes. Multiple children. Oh. Well, that's nice, I guess. I'm not going to say anything bad about that. Oh. If she's learned her lesson, she's learned her lesson. I just don't know if she's learned her lesson. But that's because I don't know who she is. Um. So. Yeah. Sure. So, luckily, we got rid of... I mean, she wasn't really, like, racist, but she, we got rid of the air and grease of the season. <laughs> the most miserable... Oh, I can I mean I can never call anyone Aaron Grease. That's that is fair. so fair. I so that get is, it. I so I get it. So I, I I will retract that, but we um we are going to um move on to a really interesting week next week. Um, uh, she said something. Okay, I'm sorry. I just No, you're fine. No, please. I will I will talk about it. I remember Aaron Grease said one thing that I have brought with me in my life forever. It's not a racist thing, so don't even think about it. Well, see, it. I know the, the <laughs> one Aaron, Re- Aaron Grease thing that I can remember is, like, the most racist thing that she's... Actually, the two most racist things that she said on the show. Okay, so <laughs> go for I it. just remembered it. I just remembered it. She used to say, what you gonna say, girl? What you gonna say? And I always... I Not even kidding. I have brought that with me to my age 22. Like, I have said that to multiple people. No oh shame. I wish it didn't come from her, but here we are. Oh, no. Oh, the sadness. (laughs) I just remembered that came from her, and I was like, oh, that's sad. But anyways, we got rid of the uh, obnoxious blonde on this season, so uh, we can... uh, We're actually going to be moving on to a very, like... Things are about to start really moving fast in this season of Big Brother. I mean, we just told you we're at week six. We we don't have very many season, uh, seasons. We don't have very many weeks left of this season, and next week is going to be a double eviction. So oh yeah, I'm we're we're in the uh, driver's seat now. Yep, and we leave off this competition, uh, this episode with another endurance competition that goes into the live feeds, so it bleeds into the next week. So, um, going to definitely be in for a really interesting and fun week for next one. That's that's absolutely for sure. Well, we're about to hit an hour, so it seems like it's my time to do the wrap-up. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the BB Breakdown. Tune in next Friday when we tackle Week 7, a.k.a. Double Eviction Week of whoop, whoop. Big Brother 10, where we will see our first double eviction of the season. I didn't, you know. Okay, I want to be honest <laughs> to tell you people. I was reading off of something, and then I tried to swerve it up and say my own thing, but I, I did not look ahead at all, so that's tough. <laughs> Um, it's an episode you will not want to miss. That is for sure. In the meantime, you can find us both on social media. You can follow me at Scott Edwards 
Junior Jr. on Twitter and at Scott J. Edwards Jr. on Instagram. You can follow Abby on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at It's Abigail Adams. And you can also find her content on Screen Rant starting next week. You're welcome Woo-hoo! for that. Thank you. You can find the BB Breakdown on social media as well at Breakdown underscore BB on Twitter, at Breakdown BB on Facebook, and at the BB Breakdown on YouTube, where we will <laughs> have content up every single week. Wow, that was a mouthful. Check in Sunday for a special bonus clip, too. I didn't know about that, but that's probably what we talked about earlier. So It is. Yes. And with that, <laughs> we will see you next time. I have said a lot of words in two seconds, so goodbye. Expect the unexpected, everyone.